I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to vote for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is my good friend, Caleb Collier. Today's show is sponsored by a good listener and relative, Beth Kohler. Thank you for your support, keeping us on the air on ACN, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Caleb, what's going on today? So wait, you have a relative with the last name of Kohler? That's Becky's maiden name. Gosh, Becky, we may be related here. <laughs> That's pretty similar to Collier there. That's true. One yeah. German and French, maybe... Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I keep calling you out all the time for being French. I'm sorry. Did you see that? Who was it that uh, just released that where they were talking about how there's some words that uh, are offensive and they went through the list okay. and they added the French to it and then they had to apologize? Like, Whoops. wait a minute. Like, no, uh, but no, I'm not French. So okay. knock it off. I might be somewhere down the line. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I love that because, you know, so much of, uh, you know, our, our history as Americans, right, the American Revolution, and we're so proud of what we accomplished uh, during that time period. And the reality is, is we wouldn't have gotten there without the French. So right? true. And how do we repay them? By making fun of them for the next 200 years. Yeah, calling them <laughs> surrender monkeys. And although the French don't mess around, when it's time to rock and roll, they cut your head off. They don't They don't step around the issue. They go right after it. I heard there might be another beheading revolution coming if you look at what's going on in France these days. All of a sudden, they don't want all the immigration. Crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's an interesting study as well, right? The uh, the liberty versus the libertine, mm -hmm. right? And, and understanding that God is the author of liberty, whereas in France with their revolution, uh, they removed God. It was completely atheist and secular and... We had a largely peaceful transition. You know, obviously we had a war, mm -hmm. but when you look at what happened in France, I mean, heads will roll, right? Yeah. That's what they get down with. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So thanks for coming on the show today. I want to talk about Church and State, the host of Church and State with your good buddy Gabe. You guys have uh, branched out, new studio, new sponsors. So if you're listening today, Church and State is somewhat now listener-funded, correct? Yeah, pretty much entirely. Um we uh, had a, a weird transition there, um, but yeah, we've we've got the new studio. We're still kind of working some things um, because it's hard to go from what you had and then just build up from the ground level again. So uh, we're hoping to get in the studio actually tomorrow to start producing some new content. Now that being said, we were just at the Reawaken America tour. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of really good content, so we've been airing those as of late. Uh, but prior to that, I mean, it was it was just podcasts, you know, and I know most people were accustomed to being able to to watch us on Rumble and, and Facebook. Um, we are trying to get back on YouTube, by the way. That's what I heard. Yeah, hey. we'll, we'll see if that works or not. Good luck. Uh, and maybe Elon needs to buy YouTube now. Right. And Yeah, absolutely. Even though I don't fully trust that guy. Uh, he's definitely done a lot better with Twitter oh, yeah. <laughs> than the previous owners. Um, but yeah, no, we're we're in that transition period. So yeah, if people want to uh, sponsor us, um, just like with you guys, you know, uh, we would definitely appreciate it. We really believe in this this media ministry. Uh, we believe that we've got to take back the media, and that's through building uh, an alternative economy, right? Mm -hmm. And so I know for you, for me, a lot of our passion is in media, and you cannot find. Um, stories on liberty and Christianity in the mainstream news, 
And so why do you even listen to it? Why, yeah. why bother doing that? Right? It's it's like the view. Why why do so many women turn into the view? Do they? I didn't know they did. There's still a lot. There's still a number of people that listen and watch the view. Even Christian women, you know, I mean, no man is going to watch the view, but but even Christian women will watch the view, and it's like you 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 don't understand. You're being indoctrinated, mm-hmm. right? They they make these outlandish statements, and people laugh and people applaud, and that seeps in. Mm-hmm. It's just like any other sin, it seeps in. So we've got to create these alternative medias, and the only way to to do that because this takes a considerable amount of time, and you can attest to that. Uh, the only way to do that is if people put their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's what I'm always hitting up here is if you're a business and you like what we do here, let us know. Support us. Support church and state. Support any of the alternative medias because we need to get the truth out there, mm-hmm. right? And I'm I'm glad church and state is still around. It's still uh, still bringing hard hitting facts, news, whatever you guys are doing, goofiness. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what is nice about only being goofiness is a word. Only being podcast or on radio. Becky and I will do this in our pajamas a lot. Have you guys been able to do that? You don't have to. Hair and makeup doesn't have to be done anymore, right? I, I was doing the COVID thing there for a little bit, where I was in a suit on, on the top half and pajama bottoms on, on the on the bottom half. Mm-hmm. You know, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, there it definitely it is easier just doing podcasts because you don't have to worry about it. Yep. And we were doing it from the the uh, I was doing it from the basement of my house, so it was just wake up and roll down there and do some shows yeah mm-hmm. but uh but no we're definitely hoping to get on there so if anybody wants to contact us it's it's church and state 1776 at proton.me so get a hold of us uh you, i mean even just letting us know you're praying for us i mean we, we really appreciate that as well uh you know we've been blessed too like that that reawaken america tour which i'm assuming you kind of want to talk about a little yeah. bit here yeah uh, what an event. I mean, that was, uh, it was so cool. We, you know, obviously we've been a part of the reawaken America tour for some time going in and just doing media, but for the first time we got brought up on stage. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, it's, it's, it's very humbling actually, to be quite honest. Like I'm up on the stage and I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> you know, like I'm sharing the stage with, with Eric Flynn and general Fl- or Eric Flynn, Eric Trump and general Flynn and, and people of that caliber. Like I don't belong there, mm-hmm. you know? And yet, clay clark thinks that we do yeah it's awesome and uh and i don't know um there's there might be more of that coming up we're we're, we're waiting to see here so but uh just it's so encouraging the amount of people that come out you know this case it was over four thousand people that came out it's streamed all over the place mm-hmm. and in fact i don't know if you know this but the world economic forum is now talking about the reawaken america tour nice they're terrified of the amount of people that are waking up and seeing what they're doing hey klaus we're coming for you yeah we're shining a light on you and you know what people aren't going to own nothing and be happy mm-hmm. people are, are going to rebel that you're telling us to eat bugs mm-hmm. I mean, did you see what just happened in europe oh yeah they're putting a certain percentage of bugs in yes the- like is that is that not enough? Like yeah. to wake you up right there? Hey, where's the vegan screaming that bugs have feelings too? Right? I guess they, I guess they don't care about bugs. Yeah. No, I mean that just goes to show that the elites they tell these people they give them their marching orders. The left used to be the anti-establishment, anti-government. Now they're walking around with Pfizer shirts on. Yeah. So, what was? Give me the high point besides Gabe throwing a table. Yeah. <laughs> if you give Gabe an audience and a table, he's gonna flip it. I think. That was pretty fun. Yeah. We uh, we worked real. And diligently on what we wanted to convey because we mm-hmm. only had 15 minutes and so we really worked hard on, on what we wanted to convey to the audience and it was it was addressing idols mm-hmm. right uh, idols within the patriot movement and in christianity 
And so, you know, like liberty is an, an idol for the Patriot movement. Um, the Great Commission, this is going to sound strange, mm-hmm. right? But the Great Commission can be an idol in Christianity because you're so concerned about, no, 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 we just preach the word of God that you're not willing to address any of the moral issues in society, right? Gotcha. Because you don't want to say anything offensive because we're just trying to, we're just trying to love on people, bring them to the Lord. Well, but you have to address the moral issues. You have to stand up against evil mm-hmm. because if you don't, what, what does that say about your faith, right? I mean, let's, let's talk about James, you know, chapter two, verse starts in verse 14, right? Mm-hmm. But faith without works is dead. dead. Exactly. So, okay. I, I love that you have faith, but show me your works. Let's get active. Let's engage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about uh, the incremental movements of the left and how the right just continues to compromise as we move further and further away from the constitution and from the Bible as well. Uh, and, and I think it really resonated with the audience. Nice. Which was at a church, right? A tent church. To yeah, it was at Greg Locke's uh, Global Vision. Or, yeah, I think it's Global Vision Bible Church. That's a mouthful. I thought mine was a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah massive tent. Nice. Uh, but uh, it was uh, it was definitely worthwhile. They're going to be in Miami in May and Vegas. They're going to Sin City. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talk about a city that needs some help. It's mm-hmm. Vegas. I hate that city. Yeah. Um, but they're going to be there in August. Right on. That's awesome. Any speakers you hadn't heard before that you thought really? Uh, you guys interviewed a doctor, a forty-three-year-old doctor, right? Yeah, uh, Cordy Cordy Williams. He is a just an amazing man of God. We actually served in the Marine Corps the exact same time period and never met. Hmm. Uh, and in fact, we're in in uh, Okinawa together at the same time, uh, which is a small island, but yeah. never met. Um, but he's a he's a naturopath. He ran for Senate. And just on fire for the Lord, so Amen. he he was a he was a great guy to uh, just pray with and love on. Um, he recently lost his dad, hmm. but right before his dad went, he finally accepted Jesus Christ. There you go. And I mean, I love hearing stories of that. Um, same same situation happened with my grandpa. He was a very hard man, served in the Marine Corps, was in the Korean War, and um, he never never would go to God. And finally. He, uh, his car breaks down or his work truck breaks down on the freeway and he's walking back towards an off-ramp and he gets hit by a drunk driver. And it, they took his leg, they took his arm, they were going to take his other leg, half his, pace, half his face was peeled off and he lived for another two months in the hospital and accepted Jesus like that. So, Amen. I mean, yeah, you know, and that's, that's what we need to come to, right, is that it doesn't really matter what happens to our flesh. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the reality is, is you, you look at it and I'm thinking about making this meme, Matt. I think you'll like it. But heaven, immortal, earth, mortal, hell, immortal. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the mentality you need to have. Right. Like you are immortal. Like, man, we have this constant quest of immortality. Right. We yeah. want to hold on to this flesh. I don't want to hold on to this flesh. I can't wait to get rid of this body. Mm-hmm. Right. But we mm-hmm. are immortal. It's just where you're going to end up. Yep. <clears throat> that's so true. That's why I try to tell people like you're going one way or the other. Choose the good side, right? Choose the the eternity with Jesus and with God and worshiping Him. That that's crazy. Your story about your grandfather. My grandfather just passed, and like your grandfather, he was a a war vet, hardest, meanest man you'll ever met. Meet, and his mom had prayed for years that he would come to know the Lord. And my uncle and my aunt had been, you know, witnessing to him their whole life. Three days before he passed away, he accepted Jesus. So we know where he is now. And it was just, that's an answered prayer right there for this. I wish you would have come to know him earlier because, man, this dude was mean. <laughs> but he's there now, and I get, when I get up there and I tell him, you know, I'll give him a high five, and maybe I'll shake my hand at him for waiting so long, right? 
Right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yep. So, church and state, also, you wear many a hats, Turning Point USA Faith. Yeah, so we're doing some really exciting things. I just got back from uh, last weekend. I was working Wenatchee and then Seattle after that. Mm, Seattle. Um, yeah. Ugh. Uh, I had to shower multiple times after getting <laughs> back. But um, Wenatchee was fantastic. It was it was for um, informed choice. It was a, it was an anti-vaccine. You know, uh, well, Let's just say medical freedom. That's yeah. probably more appropriate. Informed choice wall, right? Yeah. And uh, so I was able to speak there uh, with John Stockton. Oh, nice. Uh, and I'll tell you, John Stockton is a warrior. I really enjoyed his speech. I enjoyed hearing about his journey and how he got to where he was. Um, you know, he started out really early on in his basketball career kind of rejecting mainstream medicine. And uh, I didn't know that about him, but yeah. he is he is a warrior on our side. So that was really encouraging to be a part of that. And then I went to uh, Seattle and was part of the Apologia uh, that a church is doing out there every single month. They're just bringing in these amazing guests. Uh, so Eric Metaxas was there, nice. uh, which, by the way, if if, our, if the audience is looking for a great book to read, Letters to the American Church, yeah, it awesome. will challenge you. It is an amazing book, um, but it was really, really great to just hear him speak and be able to talk with him a little bit afterwards. So Turning Point USA Faith, uh, well, it's it's technically TPUSA Faith, but there you go. Um, look, we're getting Christians civically engaged. We are encouraging pastors to address the moral issues in our society right now. And if if the audience has a pastor that would like to meet with me and get on board with what we're doing, it's caleb.collier at tpusa.com. Right on. And for the people listening, it'll, we'll put all these links digitally when you go to the uh, digital show. You'll be able to get that. And we'll say it again before the end of the show as well. Turn Point USA Faith is a great opportunity, I think, in you having been a city councilman and then not making re-election, me running for mayor and not being elected in PCO. I think both of us were trying to say Christians need to be in politics. God let it be me, and God said no. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think like Turning Point USA Faith and getting pastors active, maybe you can't be that politician, but if you influence a politician— to come to God or to for a Christian to stand up, and God does call them to be the politician. That's what it needs to be, right? A hundred percent. You know, I I did enjoy my time on the city council, and uh, I'm I'm proud that I that I did what I did. Uh, but honestly, I like this so much better. Like mm-hmm. like just laying all cards on the table. Typically, politicians are a cowardly bunch, mm. right? And and the people that are around them, they encourage that. Right. Because you get these campaign managers and whatnot. And they're like, hey, fine. You know, you, you've got your standards, but you can't say that during an election mm-hmm. because gotcha. you won't get you won't get the votes. So it encourages people to kind of talk out of both sides of their mouth as a, as a far right shock jock. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Vice. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to own that one. But but yeah, as, as a media personality, I say whatever I want. And if mm-hmm. you don't like me, just turn off the turn off the, the radio. Right. Mm-hmm. Or stop listening to the podcast or whatever. And then working within you know, the political structure, um, you know, it's it's encouraging. It, it's great to be able to just go in there and and just love on people, but also encourage them to be strong in the Lord. And that means changing your community mm-hmm. right yeah you you have to start locally general flynn has that and i say it on the show all the time local action creates national movement right amen and turning point usa faith what to me and I, it was from you i believe i heard that christians are the largest voting base in america mm-hmm. they're also the largest voting base that doesn't turn out to vote yep. 
what are some ways we can get people active there? I mean, the church should be telling people to get out and vote. Yeah. So that's that's a great question, Matt, actually. And um, we're going to have to change the way we do things, right? So for the longest time we've been encouraging, and, and I've been one of them as well. I, I will be outright just honest about this. But we've been telling people to wait till the last day, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in Washington State because there's so much corruption issues here. But the problem is, is there are a lot of people that aren't like you and I that we're like, we're counting down the days, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is like Super Bowl. You know, that's how I feel about elections. Yeah. This is exciting for me. I go to the after parties and I, I thoroughly enjoy myself. But most people aren't like that. Mm-hmm. They're not geeks like you and I. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people forget. No. It's on their counter. They throw some other mail on it. They threw it in their car. Oh, shoot. That was, that was yesterday. I forgot to vote, right? We got to get away from that. We got we to gotta get more people voting. And, uh, and bear with me on this. We need a ballot harvest. And yeah. so that's, that's going to be a little bit weird for people to hear, right? But we've got – the Democrats do this constantly. We have got to get out there, and we need to be calling our friends and family and neighbors and being like, hey, did you vote? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, thanks for the reminder, right? Or, wait, uh, well, but I was confused about this issue, right? Like, how should I vote on this initiative? Or what about the judges, right? Those are hard. Encourage them. Tell them, like, hey, this person's good, this person's bad. It's going to require you to do your homework. Mm -hmm. But harvest those ballots. Get them to where we are getting more and more people because the amount of people that actually don't vote, that are Christians, that are patriots, is abysmal. Yeah, it's wild. And you gotta you got to start by turning the narrative, too, where people say, well, the elections are stolen, yada, yada, my vote doesn't count. Well, if they can't tell, because they have algorithms, and I'm not, you know, I'll probably get— poo-pooed for saying this, but I don't believe we've had fair elections here for a long time, mm-hmm. especially in the presidential election. Trump came in and did something outside, but growing up, ever since I started voting, I could always see, got, you know, there was always something like George Bush or Al Gore, who cares? They're the same, mm-hmm. two sides of the same coin. They're globalists, they're elitists. We need to get more first firebrand politicians out there, and we have some, but then we see the ones that do run and they don't make it because Christians get scared and go back to that, oh, this person's been there. He's got an R on their name. Mm-hmm. Listen to shows like Church and State and this one. Be vigilant. We both did local election shows. and Take our, our word for it or don't. We'll show you where we got the information. People need to not be afraid. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing. I, I loathe that mentality of it's all rigged, so my vote doesn't count. Look— Doing the right thing is always the right thing. Yeah. Right? So if if you're getting picked on, and I know you and I both hate bullies, mm-hmm. right? So just we're going to take a time travel to your to our youth, right? And if a bully started picking on you, what was the right thing to do? It was to stand up to that bully. Mm-hmm. And even if you got punched in the face and, and got in this horrific fight, right, I guarantee you, you got a few licks in as well. And what did the bully learn from that? The bully learned... I'm going to pick on somebody a little bit easier, somebody that doesn't fight back. Because even though I beat that kid up, he still punched me in the face, and I got a black eye from it, right? So they're going to go to an easier target. So look, stand up against the tyrants that have stolen the elections, because I'm with you. 2020 was an absolute fraud. Mm -hmm. 2022 was a fraud. There was a lot of fraud in there as well. Mm -hmm. Look, even if they pull this off again in 2024, we still have to go out there and vote because it's a requirement as – Christian citizens and patriots of the United States. Yeah, I love that that analogy. Like if you were a boxer and you got in the ring, would you just keep getting punched in the face or would you try to fight back? This is how we fight back. 
This is how we take the nation back. And that's what I want to touch on last here is uh, revival. You know, I pulled up an article, but I think you and I can riff on revival. And I, anybody that'll listen to me right now, I'm saying this country, the only way to save it is through revival. And for revival starts with repentance, coming back to God in a full turn. Because when I read the Old Testament, that's what I get. When God blessed the nation, it was because their leaders and their, their majority, even let's say dem- democratically, 51%, we don't know what it was, but it was when the, the hearts and the minds had turned back to God that the nation prospered. So going to the Reawaken America Tour, Turning Point USA Faith is all part of that, I feel. What are some key things you see as revival in America? It's an interesting subject because um, I love eschatology. Mm-hmm. Right? You know that about me. And so I, I am definitely in the, the camp of are we seeing the end of days? Mm-hmm. Right Now, I know we don't know for sure, but Jesus did say we'd see the season and we would know from that, right? So things are, things are starting to really check off, right? I mean, global currencies, right? global religions, uh, world leaders that are emerging that definitely have that Antichrist spirit to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at organizations like the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates and what the vaccine did and how they're able to track us. I mean, it's just things are lining up, right? It's mm-hmm. getting a little weird here. Um, so if we are going to see that, well, then we also know that there's a great falling away, yep. right? And so it's an interesting dichotomy there within the church because you hear it all the time how we are going to have this massive revival. Well, if we're going to have a massive revival, how do we also have a great falling away? That's that's the question, and, and I don't know where to answer that, mm-hmm. to be quite mm-hmm. honest with you. I want to see revival. I want to see more people moving towards Jesus Christ because I want to see more souls saved and end up in heaven. But if we're living in the end of days— we know that most people are actually going to fall away from this. Yeah. So do I see a revival occurring in the United States? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, and I'm sorry if that sounds like I'm not answering your question, but that's really where my heart is. I do see people that are waking up. Um, you know, I, one of my favorite lines, I say it all the time, is great oppression breeds great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, as they become more and more oppressive, more and more people are going to seek the truth. And so I have hope there. But then I also see how many people have allowed uh, outright heresy to enter into the church. Oh, yeah. And I see how that heresy, especially as it's being, it's, it's become more mainstream, right, mm-hmm. in the Christian faith. As I see that heresy becoming more mainstream, I can see the doors that are opening for people to have that great falling away. Yeah, to fall. We were going over a study of Revelation a couple of years ago in Sunday school in that was the big question, the falling away. What does that look like? Is One person even brought up, is that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit being taken away from us? Uh, no. And we question, how do we do this great falling away? We're seeing it. Like you said, those doors are opening. The falling away is happening, and it's Satan mimicking what God's Word says, doing that 180. Becky and I have covered it. You've covered it. It's dangerous. For me, it goes back to that boxer analogy. We're, we got to go down fighting. I don't, I, And I've said it before. Is America in the end times? I don't know. But I know that God has given me a spirit to fight Satan with everything I have. And the best way to do that is to win souls away from Satan to God. And so that's where I'm at. Are we in end times? We're closer today than we were yesterday. That's the that's the old term, right? Right. And that's so true. Um, but to address this, you know, if there is that great falling away, uh, the only way to ensure that you don't, that you are not a part of that, mm. is to get in the Word. Yes, sir. You know, you and I were talking off off uh, off podcast. Well, we were talking about James uh, chapter one, I believe, uh, where it talks about the only way 
that you are going to combat the attacks from the devil is that meditation, the study of the word. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't know the word, if we and I've talked about this before on my show, if we don't become apologists for our faith, we could be part of that camp of that great falling away. We've got to be able to defend our faith, not only against the world, but against Satan. Because you have to remember, right, when Satan tempted Jesus, what did he tempt him with? Scripture. The scripture, right? He used the word against the Son of God. Mm -hmm. And how did Jesus defend himself? With scripture. With scripture, exactly. (laughs) So if we don't know the word of God, we can fall prey to a lot of these lies that are emerging in the the modern church. Yeah. uh, I love the book of James. Uh, Our pastor said it. It's a... some people call it Christianity with work clothes on. Mm-hmm. And I think Americans, if we would read that book more, somebody even told me James isn't Jesus' brother. It was written by somebody else. I said, for, I don't care who read it. When I look at it as Jesus' brother writing it, it's a man, because James, the earthly brother of Jesus, didn't believe who he was, even after his mom said he was born <laughs> until he, he came back, right? So Christians, it's not too late ever. That's also what I get from the book of James is here is this person writing these things to get us to work. Luther didn't like it because it... <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That's a whole nother show right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does, you know, you've got to get into those words. Faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. And you brought that up too, is we need to be working, correct? Yeah. We we have got to get to work. It's, it's rolling up your sleeves. And this is something that people, especially Americans, right? We hate this, right? Because we've had it so good. Mm-hmm. We've been blessed with so much in this country. We've had it so easy. And you look at other Christians. I know you're you're headed out overseas in a little bit, uh, and you're going to be in the thick of it, right? Mm-hmm. Of people who have to struggle. Yeah. And, and especially being a Christian makes that struggle that much harder, mm-hmm. right? That's the rest of the world. That's the majority of the world out there. But we as American Christians, oh, we've been blessed by that city on the hill, right? Mm-hmm. We don't ever have to worry about that tyranny, uh, oppression. It's never going to come to the United States. Well, it is. Mm-hmm. It's coming here, and we've seen that already, right? And so if you don't want that, if you don't want what the rest of the world has, if you want to make sure that we are, in fact, a country that has been blessed because of our foundation built on God's morals, then you got to get to work. Yes, sir. That's so awesome. So we got about a minute and a half here. I wanted everybody to hear those ways to get a hold of Church and State, if you want to give them again for us. Yeah, sure. So Church and State, it's uh, the website's churchandstate.media. So we are, it's, it's just Gabe and I now. So be a little patient with us. Mm-hmm. But uh, we are uploading the shows on there. We are on Facebook, so you can find us at Church and State 1776. Uh, we're on Rumble maybe YouTube now, but we're, I think we're on Instagram and Twitter now, I think as well. But, uh, email is church and state 1776 at proton.me. And then on the other end, if you wouldn't get involved with uh, TPUSA faith, look, uh, Charlie Kirk was so incredibly successful in unindoctrinating our youth mm-hmm. at the universities and colleges when he first started over 10 years ago. And then later, a little bit later, he went into the high schools and he's had a lot of success there. Look, we are going into the churches. We're a newer department. We've only been in existence for a little over a year and a half, I believe. But we're making a lot of headway, and we are encouraging pastors to be that Bonhoeffer type Mm -hmm. of pastor to understand that, look, just recognizing something is evil is not enough. You got to act. You got to work, right? And in fact, not taking action is taking an action. Yep. So if you want to get a hold of me there, caleb.collier at tpusa.com. Right on. Caleb, thank you again for your time, and I'll pray for you and all your adventures. Until next time, remember to be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me.
God made me anew. 